The cross-conference cast is back for mid-February. This episode was recorded February 13th, but it's a week late because I'm lazy and it's February. What's that extra R doing in there? On this episode, we discuss the U.S. women's national team's less-than-artful dodging of an embarrassment at the hands of a New Zealand team playing for the first time under their new coach. As is our want, we also discuss the U-20 and U-17 teams and their progress toward their respective World Cups this year. Before we get started with this episode, though, I want to send a special request to our listeners in the Portland, Oregon area. I know you're out there. This weekend, friend of the show and super goalkeeper Kelsey Davis is going to be hosting a benefit screening of the documentary Kicking It, which is about the Homeless World Cup. The screening will be on the University of Portland campus in the BC Auditorium on Saturday, February 25th. The doors open at 3 p.m. The film starts at 4. There's also a raffle after the show for soccer things signed by the Portland Timbers and the U.S. Women's National Team. It's all good stuff. A suggested donation of $5 at the door would be appreciated. But if you're a listener of this show, a bigger donation would be even more appreciated. Seriously, people, get your money, give it to Kelsey and the Homeless World Cup. Tell them you heard about it on Cross Conference. Now let's start the show. Hello, I'm Joan. And I'm Ruth. And we're back. This is the Cross Conference cast. Um, We're back from a a brief hiatus. It's only been a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, really. We were going to go away for good, but then we realized we had opinions and you need to hear them. Um, and, and not like everybody has opinions, but we have the, the right ones. We do. We do. Um, and that's, that makes us more important. And we need to reach a broader audience than, you know, just a few hundred or thousand people on Twitter. Or, or the two people we talk to on (laughs) Gchat. Yeah. That's, I, it's just... At some point, there's a breaking point. You say, look at all these opinions. These people are wrong. And it's, it's not so much that, you know, that they're wrong and they're out there, but they don't know that they're wrong. They don't and know. that is a tragedy. They don't know. And, and we're here to correct them because they're wrong about women's soccer. And we're right. I mean, not to the extent they're, they're not bad people, right? They're not bad. No, they're just misinformed or uneducated or, you know, and we're just, just we're just here. Yeah, we're here to, to teach and and guide and we're all in, that good stuff. And conversation. Indeed. And it's about it's about the back and forth. It's about keeping the dialogue going while never forgetting that we're right. Um, yeah. So with, you know. With all that, with all that fanfare, let's let's talk about what we're going to talk about because, well, let's first talk about what we're not going to talk about, huh? I think that's a great idea. Let's let's set the table with things that we're not going to have for dinner. Um, we're not going to talk about the WPS in this episode. Not to okay. say that we won't in future episodes. It's just we'll we'll get some other people on because other people are right too, and we need to have all the right opinions on. I agree. Um, not I just agree. ours. Because it would just be bitching, right? <laughs> so we're going to put this dead body in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put the talk about the WPSL Elite in the fridge. Because hopefully 
we'll have extra toppings for that later. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that'll be for a later time because th- we just, I, we need to, well, we need to care more. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to take a little bit of time and we're going to start, we're going to build up the caring. Um, and other things have been more recent. We're also not going to talk about CONCACAF qualifying because that already happened. Um, but you know what just happened just the other day? What? Uh, the U.S. women's national team played uh, the New Zealand women's national team. The oh, my gosh. You know what else just happened the other day? What? I actually watched a U.S. women's national team game. What? <laughs> I know. Get it's out. crazy. Shh. What? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know what came over me. I online, actually sat. Like it wasn't forced on you. You, weren't, you didn't have to go. It wasn't even muted. I know, I know. It's just... Wow. We could stop right there. (laughs) That's enough. I think the people who... The three people who did listen to this podcast before, they're blown over. They've pulled over the car, hopefully, if they haven't wrecked. Um, And they're they're aghast. Um, But let's talk about the game, shall we? Okay. All right. Um, It was cold. It was cold. It and, was. Uh, apparently down there, it was like 30 degrees or something. Big babies, get over it. And by down there, we mean down in Frisco, Texas. Yeah. Where apparently it snowed. Oh, my God. Snow? What? <laughs> That's not snow. That's not real <laughs> snow. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway. Um... That was not a good game. <laughs> it was, uh, though, uh, props to U.S. soccer for uh, broadcasting it. There was a lot of demand. That game was sold out. So, I mean, uh, that indicates something about either oh, oh, this team or the sport. But, yeah. We have to note, it was sold out in a real stadium, not at, like, Florida International. Yes, yeah, sold out, like, 20,000 people. For the for the soccer specific stadium, I think it's for the nice for the Dallas. Um... No, I know what they are. They're FC Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even think of a joke. I don't know Dallas that well, and I, I would never make fun of things that are in Texas. Now that I've watched the entire series of Friday Night Lights, um, wow, it's good. You should watch it. Um, it's, it's the wrong kind of football. You don't. You don't even have to pay attention to that. <laughs> like it's it's really it's it's really that good. Like you just mm-hmm. you don't even have to pay attention to that. Um anyway, let's talk about <laughs> soccer. Um the game of course was kind of framed by uh awful news about Jill Lloyd's sister. So uh it's it's hard to imagine that, you know, a lot of the the US players wanted to really get up and Adam for a, a friendly, even though it was sold out. It's like, you, I don't know. And maybe that's why they, they played terribly. The U S uh, the, their passing, the, the passing game that had kind of worked for them sort of in the past couple months, not there at all. Just nobody seemed ready to receive the ball. They barely seemed ready to uh, give it to someone else, even though they kept doing it. Um, usually to the New Zealand team. Um, but uh, credit to New Zealand, they looked pretty nice. Yes? They did. They did, especially considering, you know, they were 
they were not fresh off a tournament or anything. And this was like their first time under a new coach. Um, New Zealand actually, yeah, they looked really good. Like they looked like they could probably could have beaten the Mexico team that the U.S. played in qualifiers and might have been able to beat the Canadian team. Um, yeah, they they looked good. Um, fan favorite Allie Riley was just freaking amazing. Yeah, completely neutralized Heather O'Reilly, um, which is not, you know, that that's no small feat. Um, and she did it, and she, she was great. Little she is. Thing. She was. She was everywhere, and you know, great at being everywhere. Um, goalkeeper Jenny Binden was also amazing. Like, it, at least on my feed, the commentator was giving her credit for saves before she even had her hands on the ball, but she always wound up with her hands on the ball. Um, with the exception of those last two goals, which. There's some dispute about. Well, she had her hands on the ball in the first goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and whether or not it crossed the line, I don't know. That we'll ne- it, it could have gone either way. That, that's part of the the human error aspect of, <laughs> of soccer. We don't have the goal line technology, so we'll just have to, I don't know, accept it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can we can accept those last two goals or not, regardless of how we feel about them. Um, I think everyone can agree that Binden, Binden, you know, did a good job. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> she, she looks really good out there. The U S helped her look really good out there too. Yeah. By, by shooting balls directly at her. Um, it really, <laughs> it really made her look good. Um, uh, by shooting balls directly at the post when there's, you know, a yeah. penalty kick, that is just, yeah, that helped too. That that made her look really good too. <laughs> yeah, because she was she was kind of leading on that. Like you could see, you could see exactly where the keeper was going, and you can you can usually do that in most BKs, but um, you can also see where the post is. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> sometimes I don't know, but I swear that post it moved just enough and. A little windy. Maybe it was a little windy. It was the cold that the, you know, metal constricts. Is that yeah, contracts or yeah. whatever? You know, science. And the U.S. players are just not used we're to the used to the We're used to things being a little bit bigger, but it was a little cold, so it was small. Um, and if it, no one understands what we're talking about, um, Abby Wambach missed the penalty kick. Um, that was handed to her on a silver platter by uh, Alex Morgan. Um <laughs> It was a legitimate call, I suppose. Um, but uh, New Zealand ended up on top uh, 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 to, to start off in the second half. Yeah, um, and it, it was great because, like, you could see in the first half, New Zealand wasn't dominating, but they definitely weren't. I mean, they didn't look like they were like they were going to roll over and die. And they they did, you know, they were on the offense on occasion and the the US seemed surprised when they were um Hannah Wilkinson um i mean you could tell she wanted a goal and she was she was down in down near Hope Solo quite a bit um 
didn't get it in the first half and just put it away in the second. <laughs> yes, capitalized on a, on a mistake, a defensive mistake by Kelly O'Hara. Who never um, should have been playing defense, but whatever. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, it, it was a learning experience for her. Um, and... But all credit to to Hannah Wilkinson, the um, turncoat and traitor who is not going to University of Maryland, <laughs> but is now joining the volunteers. Um, the lady volunteers. The lady volunteers. <laughs> Down in Tennessee. I don't know that I could get enough disdain dripping <laughs> from my voice to even say those words. Well, wait, wait. This is This is a funny story because... I am definitely not much of a Maryland fan, although I I have to say that of all the games I covered last fall, Maryland was probably the easiest place to work, and not just because it's close to home. (laughs) They had they had a really nice booth, and they have a everything's nice. It is. It's a it's a nice stadium, and it's a good atmosphere. Um, And so I was really looking forward to seeing Hannah Wilkinson play there after she verbaled. Well, and then there was this whole thing with Texas, University of Texas fired their coach, and then all of a sudden, Tennessee, who I just started paying attention to again, their coach went to Texas, and so Maryland's coach went to Tennessee, and so Hannah Wilkinson's now going to Tennessee, and I'm not going to get to see her play live. That just, that kills me. Yeah. Because I was, yeah, I mean, that goal... I I love watching Hannah Wilkinson play because I don't think there are enough players in the U.S. that still have that kind of, like, raw enjoyment of the game. (laughs) Um, They haven't had it beat out of them by media training. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, seriously. Just, like, you watch that... You watch any interview with her, and she's just... She's a lot of fun to, to watch and listen to because... I think I think it's just the stuff we get from the US team is so flat and scripted and um like I was on US soccer today and it's just it's gotten so weird like the headline was baby horse saves the US's ass or something like that but it was like literally baby horse and it's like she doesn't even like that nickname and that's not like calling Catherine Whitehill cat, where, you know, she's said that she doesn't like to be called cat necessarily. Or calling A-Rod, A-Rod. Yeah, I mean, th- this, isn't, this isn't a play on someone's name. This is baby horse. And it's like, I think that just kind of sums up where the U.S. women's national team is with their, their media right now. And, you know, New Zealand's not... New Zealand's not that painful about their media at the moment. <laughs> they're pretty clever. If you've been watching their Twitter, it's pretty. Yeah, they're very pretty, refreshing. Pretty nice, pretty sharp. Good. Um, but uh, it made me think uh, New Zealand's New Zealand's pretty good performance about John Herdman and him getting a little bit too much credit for their. Uh, performance in the World Cup. Like, they weren't astounding, but they did much better than people expected. And I think that he got too much credit for that. Your thoughts? Um, 
I guess I never really questioned it until, um, because I don't, I don't tend to pay that much attention to coaches at the senior level. Um, I never really questioned it until he took over with Canada. And then it was like, well, wait a minute. Is he actually, is he that much better than Marachi or like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't really have an opinion of him with New Zealand. All I knew was people liked to talk about him because he was hot or something. Yeah, that that might be a, a topic for another day in terms of uh, him getting too much credit. And then uh, on that flip side for Canada, maybe Canadian players getting too much credit and the coaches getting too much blame. Mm. That will be a topic for another, perhaps another day. Perhaps we'll bring a Canadian on. Um, I could see that getting very contentious. Yeah. Once again, though, my opinion is correct. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the, the, of course, the, the waning moments of that game was just the U.S. running and attacking the goal and being crazy. And they're, of course, their fitness carries them through those kinds of the, the waves of attack and in their physicality, in a way, car- carries them through that. And I don't, in a friendly, I don't think New Zealand was prepared for that. Um, or the extra five minutes tacked on at the end. Yeah, the extra <laughs> minutes. Um, so the U.S. did eventually pull out the 2-1 win. Yeah. Um, and Alex Morgan got both goals. She's great. She's a, she's great. She should start. That's. She should start and she should wear clothes. She should wear. (laughs) Oh, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Because because I've been already watching Spartacus, Blood and Sand. There is some (gasps) nudity in that show. People be naked all up in that show. Oh yeah, they do. They do. But Um, I kind of miss that show. You kind of miss it. It's horrible. That is a horrible show. And I'm watching the entire thing. It's terrible. And I'm like, no, no, you don't know horrible. I have taste. been, I did, I did a terrible thing and, um, I was at a low point and I decided I was going to try to be a good lesbian and watch all of Xena warrior princess. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? That's awful. Right. Well, I was very young when it first came out, and so I don't remember much about it. The first season... (laughs) Just leave it that way. (laughs) The first season is so painful. Do not talk to me about bad TV. (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be bad. It's supposed to be bad, but Spartacus fits in nowhere within the realm of television right now. Like, it's on cable, but it's like... And so it's, you know, we're, we're doing extremes of violence and sex and, but it's not even that well written. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's awful. It's terrible. Anyway, the blonde guy, super cute, super cute blonde guy on that show. Um, people, people are naked. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking? I already know. Don't spoil it. Everybody dies. It's really Come on. sad. It's he really says he's sad. Spartacus and then he gets stabbed. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know which blonde guy you're talking about. Um, the curly-haired one. <laughs> uh, the one with the with the Roman nose. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that what is that what it's called? The I'm Roman- going to Rome. 
Anyway. Really? When? April. Oh. Um, oh. So I'm really okay. excited. Uh, what were we? We were talking about something. We were talking about uh, U.S. The tragedy. Yeah. Um, the tragedy that is the... of that game. <laughs> uh, though uh, that that game didn't really mean anything, I guess, in the in the grand scheme of things, except um, at, I, I guess the the fan support, the the twenty thousand, you know, the sellout, and then the the streaming that people demanded. Um, it's great. It's great to see fan support, uh, even though we find the new fans really creepy. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to that in, a, in another later episode. But, you know, it it's positive for the sport. Ultimately, yeah. it's positive. Um, you circulate more copies of your magazine. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's all good. Um, more people listen to our of. podcast. Maybe a couple more, so a couple more people in Mongolia. Maybe <laughs> um, we love you, Mongolian listener. We do. I think. I, I, I hope think that they're, they're still the, there. I think they're the reason we're coming back. I think so. Um, but they're not the reason that we're going to take this break <laughs> because we were. We are going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes with a cross conference cast. cross-conference cast i'm joan and i'm ruth and we are gonna go back to our bread and butter booyah uh it is who are you <laughs> <laughs> uh me i no, i am i am ruth during a youth world cup year i am revved up and ready for this stuff <laughs> it is youth national team talk time that's a lot. Oh, that sounded good. I like the teas. Um And let's start off with the U-17s who played some, seemed like a friendlies. It's hard to tell from the U.S. soccer. You know, it could have been the World Cup. Could have been the World Cup. They played in Florida. No, they didn't. They played They played Germany. They did. And Canada also played Germany. That's another thing you probably wouldn't know from any of the websites um and i actually i don't i don't have the results for canada and germany's meeting written down anymore i think it was a draw i think it was a scoreless draw um and that was before the us u17s met up with germany um and we found out that that the results from those games were um the first game was Two to zero in favor of the U.S. and the second one was one zero in favor of the U.S. Um, and I think it's hard to really say anything about the U17s at this point because that's 
that's the level where I first start following these kids usually. And, um, and they haven't actually played a real tournament yet. So I haven't, haven't really gotten a feel for what this team's like. Um, but I think I was really fortunate to, uh, to be involved with the, the recent our game magazine issue, which, uh, we had a feature on Morgan Andrews, one of the many, many, many Morgans in our youth pool right now. And she happens to be the captain of the U 17 squad. She's also on, she's also been called up to the U 23s, um, which was huge for her. And, uh, she knows it. And I think, you know, as someone that follows the youth national teams, I know it. So it's, I mean, you should know it too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do know it. <laughs> but only because you told me. Yes. And, <laughs> and this is, this is one of those areas where I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those, one of those few areas, but I am definitely right. Where you are right. And I agree. <laughs> Yes. This happens so, so rarely. We have to highlight it. Right by association. Yes. Um, so Captain Morgan Andrews, Andrews Morgan, um, accumulated a yellow, two yellows, in one in each game. Um, and, and other than that, there's not really a whole lot to report, except I'm totally serious about all the Morgans. There is pretty much at least one Morgan on the pitch at any time for the U-17s or the U-20s. Um, and I don't know how we're going to talk about the youth national teams this year because, you know, it's going to be Morgan did this and Morgan did that. And and all the Morgans have two first names, you know, like their their last name is a first name as well. So, <laughs> like Greg Ryan, except Morgan Andrews. Morgan Bryan and Brian Morgan. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to have to repeat everything. <laughs> it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, especially given two years ago that, um, well, whatever that was <laughs> uh, that happened, uh, that, that resulted in some, some nice interviews, some interesting uh, tales. Um, but this is, this is where it starts. This is where, you know, the kids, the kids, they, you, you get to see the, the interesting ones. It used to be that U twenties was where, like, was where you st- kind of started, but now we're getting, we're getting even younger, we're getting <laughs> younger. The egos are getting bigger. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, they are. You know, that's, that's where we have to be careful. We, d- we can't praise them too much because then they start, they start buying their own press. <laughs> not 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 Kristen Press. She's fine. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean she's okay, or she's good. Whatever. <laughs> she's unemployed right now. Anyone that would like to employ Kristen Press, you should um, hit her up on Twitter. Okay. Bam. <laughs> um, she can lift things. Lift up to probably thirty-five to 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 forty-five pounds. And um, she's and- currently big into meditation. I don't know how you can turn that into a, a job related skill, but um, uh, she's she's calm and she's she very in touch with the universe. She could be focused. Um, but yeah, send all resumes to crossconference at gmail.com. 
and we will, or uh, job postings, I'm sorry. And then we'll get those to uh, Kristen Press. Close personal <laughs> friend of ours, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good friend of ours. Right. She um, has nothing to do with the U-17s. Um, <laughs> the U-17s, which are our current topic. Um, um, and of course... We're- the reason the reason that that we've you know lowered lowered to that age limit being our start is that they have they have this World Cup now and it's actually you know it's pretty interesting to to get to see some of these kids before before they've hit um, the current American standard of big time which is college because there's no pro league <laughs> and and so yeah looking forward to seeing them. Although we won't actually get to see them until their qualifiers in May, it's a sad thing. It's okay. We'll it have is. some time. We'll have some time to. They'll they'll have some time to um, go to prom, or not go to prom. I don't know. It's always a story how the youth players never get to go to prom. Um, because yeah, it's important to Americans. Um, Although apparently in 2006, what they did was they held their own prom for their high school players because uh, it was right. the the U20s. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. The, Russia <laughs> before they before they went there. Um, a lot of our friends, a lot of our friends are on that team. <laughs> We're on that team. The rock stars. Just one, though. Really, one friend. <laughs> <laughs> one friend who's been on this show, Kelsey Davis. Um, because Amanda Poach doesn't really like us. <laughs> oh, that's right. Amanda Poach is on that team. <laughs> um, sorry, Amanda. I know she's a long-time listener. Um, <laughs> uh, U-20s? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about they the w- U-20s. They were in Spain. The rain in Spain, where it falls mainly on the Swiss. <laughs> um, real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was. Uh, I think the U.S. Uh, opened opened up uh, four nations uh, play with a ten nil win over Switzerland, or yes. Die Schweiz, as we say, auf Deutsch. <laughs> yes, as we say, mm-hmm. auf Deutsch. Um, yeah, it was ten and zero, and U.S. soccer didn't report on it until today. Fortunately, the Swiss did report on it and um they actually had a photo gallery 13 photos 13 photos of this this random friendly between youth national women's youth national teams out in spain like unprecedented it's insane um especially since they lost (laughs) the swiss do a lot of weird things like you know some really great things with chocolate some kind of racist stuff too but um. Yeah, they'll they'll do some weird stuff from time to time, including pictures of their youth national team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's worth it to run through all the goal scorers for the U.S. Um. Yeah, it might not be. Uh, Lindsay Horan had a hat trick somewhere in all that mess. Julie Johnston, who is a uh, Santa Clara Bronco opened the scoring in the sixth minute. Uh, so basically, she had the game-winning goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Morgan Bryan had an assist on that. She also went on to to score her own goal. Um, 
we had two goals apiece by uh, uh, a Tar Heel <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, Sam Mewis, who should be uh, that's like that should really be a familiar name to anyone who's ever followed women's national teams in the U.S. Um, and uh, and then we had one by Stanford's Shama Ubogagu. Um, yeah, one, I'm definitely going to learn how to pronounce these names before ESPN gets their hands on them. <laughs> Good job. I'm just going to let you take care of those. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, and then they played Germany. And won. Mm-hmm. Um, the consensus with the, the European coaches has been that the U.S. team is very fit, which um, I think I think that's what most coaches say about U.S. teams, <laughs> is that they're very fit. I think it's kind of hard to say anything else about our teams. They're real good at running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and so that's not really news. Um, the... The scoreline was 1-0, and the goal was by Lindsay Oran again. Um, it was a very late goal, though. It was, like, in the 80-something minute. At least it wasn't in, in extra time, but it was a late goal. So the U.S. didn't run right over Germany the way they did with Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today, they played against Norway. And fortunately, Norway is great about updating and so we knew the scoreline pretty much right away, and we knew who the goal scorers were. Um, it was a U.S. win, 2-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't bother translating the coach's quotes, but I can tell you he probably had something to say about the U.S. having superior fitness and athleticism and all that typical good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Both teams fought hard. Yes, both teams fought hard, and he's very proud of his girls. And now they know where their problems are, and they'll blah, blah, We did some good things. We did some bad things. And we'll improve on it in the future. We're going to take that moving forward. Right. Um, But Germany Germany and Norway, possibly even Switzerland. I can't remember. Ooh, I should really know that. Anyways, Europe has already had their qualifiers for this age level. And so they already know who's going. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. The U the U.S. Uh, plays their qualifiers on uh, during March March first through eleventh, um, and I can't remember who they open against, but that's going to be webcast on Concacaf.com. Yeah. Yes, um, and it's totally worth it to watch the the youth qualifiers. Definitely. It's it's fun. It is fun. You watch it's, you watch a youth tournament online. You make friends. Definitely. Um, you you learn some fun pronunciations. You make friends for life. Um, and that's all on the internet. Uh, <laughs> and since it's on the internet, it must be true. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, now, we, we, let's watch this, this qualifying tournament closely because, you know, in, like, we, 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 we love the U20s. We, we love do. Them. 
We love them. And we've watched their qualifying and, and, and then their World Cup tournaments closely. And, and something interesting happens. Um, you know, you take a look at 2008. Qualifying didn't go quite the way that uh, the U.S. would have wanted it. <laughs> and, then, and then they went and they just destroyed everyone in Chile. <laughs> and it was so good. It was, it was delicious. It was delicious. Oh my god! I still watch those games, and I like I get so excited because <laughs> oh my gosh! Look, there is a U.S. team playing this way. Oh, it was it it was wonderful, and they had so many pilots. But that's besides <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, uh, and then there was yeah, twenty ten. You know, yeah, then there was twenty ten, and you know two thousand six before two thousand eight. You know you you have these wonderful qualifying tournaments. You look, you look strong. You've pumped the iron, and then, and then you just, uh, <laughs> and then, then you, you lose go. in PKs. <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's really the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, it is, and but we're, we're going so bad for those. We're gonna keepers. play. We're gonna play. Pay close attention to them, because we need we you need to hear our opinions, audience. We need to start having the opinions. We do. Um, it's all. It, it's all in. We're we're all for our audience, knowing what to think, knowing the right things. It's this is a service, and I'm sorry that we dropped the ball that I dropped the ball over, you know, the, the end of the WPS season. Um, but we all knew what to think anyways. Yeah. I think the writing was on the wall <laughs> for that. But now, now it's the time. That's the time. And we need your support. Your support by listening, by recommending to your friends the show. By signing by our petition. By watching the games. <laughs> By voting, by being a good American, and by supporting the music, or a Mongolian, (laughs) a good Mongolian, um, a good Portlander for half our audience, Um, a a, a good, uh, I don't know, what do you call Bay Area people? We have a big audience in the Bay. Um, The cool people. (laughs) That's what they are. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to, we're going to bring more of you into this. We're going to be stronger, better, faster, uh, more athletic. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something that's not going to sound dirty because you know me, I'm not dirty. I'm not dirty. <laughs> no, not at, all. not at all. I would not say a dirty thing. Unlike, um, some people we people. know. Um, yeah. Unlike other people on this podcast. Yeah. Um, Val Henderson. she's good she's a good lady i feel bad i feel bad i should i should talk to her and apologize again i constantly feel bad (laughs) that's sad wait all our feelings about val henderson are bad no which they didn't used to be no i wasn't racked with guilt every time i saw henderson whether it was val or mel (laughs) well i think is that is that all we have Ruth? uh our feelings of guilt and anticipation yes this is really good this is 
Yeah. <laughs> this Man, makes me this feel is, really good. This is such a positive podcast <laughs> until that. Yeah, guilt and anticipation. This kind of sounds like high school for me. Um, so it sounds like church. We're, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna end that. Yeah. Well, we oh, oh no, 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 no. No, let's throw in something positive. Um, Kelsey Davis. Kelsey Davis. Yeah. That's all do I got. Yeah, no. Kelsey <laughs> Davis is gonna is gonna hold a screening of uh, "Kicking It," uh, the documentary about the Women's World Cup, um, in Portland. You can visit our website for more details um, because eventually, because <laughs> eventually we will get them. We will get them. I have been promised that it will happen. She's also gonna do a raffle of a signed uh, ball by signed by the entire uh, U.S. Women's National Team. Some jerseys to. Uh, and you know what, if that, like, you shouldn't even come for, for that because it's Kelsey Davis. It's freaking Kelsey Davis. And I am get, so jealous of anyone that goes. Get off your duff and go to the University of Portland on February 25th. <laughs> Look at the calendar. <laughs> that's what, that's what day it is. And watch, watch that documentary. Meet Kelsey Davis. Have your life changed. That's that's all we have to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited now. I know. We're not guilty anymore. No way. No. Yeah, F that. No more guilt. <laughs> no more guilt. We're only excited. We're pumped. Yeah, high five. All right. Go Russia. <laughs> Go Russia. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. Okay. <laughs>